and This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. The war is on and the new world order is being born. I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismeyer and you are going to be astounded, I think, at what you hear today on Viewpoint. I am getting these messages now from around the world. All over the world, it seems that there is a full-court press, not only to push the vaccines, but also in not-so-holy boldness to declare its purpose. The purpose? To advance the cause of global government. That's the purpose. It's not about health. Health is only the excuse. The real reason is control. The real reason is to advance the cause of global government. So in order to understand that, before we go further into some of the details, I'd like to share with you a recording. I'm looking right now. I'm going to take this directly off the Internet. This is a report from the Member of Parliament from Wales, Australia, And he is making a declaration as the head of the health department in Australia. Please listen carefully with your heart. It's coming shortly. Uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. Today is the first full day of the new world order. Outdoor gatherings are limited to two people. Exercise is allowed, but no further than a 10-kilometre radius from your home. Browsing in shops is not permitted. Only one person per household may leave to do essential shopping. And from tomorrow, funerals are limited to 10 people. This is a world pandemic. It's a one-in-100-year event. So you can expect that we will have transmission uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. This is the new world order. This is the new world order. I want to be straight with you. There will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. This is coming from the head of the World Health Organization. Uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had, um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal, in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. A vaccine on its own will not end the pandemic. Surveillance will need to continue. People will still need to be tested, isolated, and cared for. Contacts will still need to be traced and quarantined. Communities will still need to be engaged. It is a big idea, a new world order. order. We can find meaning and reward by serving some higher purpose than ourselves. A shining purpose. The illumination of a thousand points of light. It's no longer a theory. 
What I'm about to say is fact. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. They have planned and are now leading us into a one-world communist government. This is terrorism of the most worst kind, brought on you by our own government. To lead in shaping a new world order for the 21st century. Uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. Is that true? Do we just have to accept that this is the new world order? Apparently, that's the way the leaders of the world think. And today, on Viewpoint, we unravel much of the developments that have taken place in the last week since we last talked about the matter of the pandemic and the vaccine. I hope you'll stay tuned, friends. This is Viewpoint. Viewpoint does determine destiny, and you just heard the ver- viewpoints of many actually going back to 1990. The next to last voice that you heard was the voice of a Republican president, George Herbert Walker Bush, who in 1990 declared before a joint session of Congress the New World Order. He said it's being born even as we speak. This is the great opportunity of the war in the Gulf. This is the birth of the New World Order. And now, since 1990, we have how many years? 31 years? And the New World Order has just been declared. The New World Order has just been declared to be an operation as we speak. It was declared from Australia. It's being declared from New Zealand. It's being declared from Fiji. It's being declared in America. For the last uh, person who spoke, as I recall, was the current president of the United States, George, excuse me, Joe Biden. He declared the new world order. Fiji's prime minister says no jab, no job. Fiji's prime minister told the country it is compulsory for all workers in the government and private sector to get the COVID-19 vaccine or they will lose their job. He says all public servants must have received their first AstraZeneca jab by Monday, that was yesterday, or go on leave and must receive the first dose by August 15th if they don't want to keep, if they want to keep their jobs. He went on to say if you do not adhere to these guidelines, you will be dismissed from work. The private sector also has to get vaccinated, he said. You must be vaccinated to continue working or else that business will risk being shut down. No jab, no job. Are you beginning to get the message? This is coming everywhere. In fact, in the United States of America, Joe Biden has just announced that he is going to be tracking you down. Tracking you down with door knockers. They've got their marching orders now. He is sending out a newly conscripted army of individuals to track down every person in the United States who has not had the vaccine. But what is the vaccine doing? Is the vaccine actually doing what they say that it's supposed to be doing? The answer is no. And we'll find that out also here today on our program, Viewpoint. 
Viewpoint does determine destiny, friends, and there are no neutral viewpoints. Your viewpoint is not neutral. Your viewpoint concerning the matter of a global government, concerning the reasons for a global government, and the motivation to enter into it, the stage that we are at present, whether or not the vaccine, the COVID issue, and so on is being treated basically as a device, a nefarious device, to usher in the long-desired world government. And so, we take a deeper look here today on Viewpoint. I hope you'll listen carefully. I hope, perhaps, that you'll go back and tell your friends, your neighbors, others, about the program. That you'll give them direction to listen to today's program. Their life may depend upon it. And so might those you love. You love. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chrismar, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismeyer. Today we look at the New World Order having been publicly proclaimed from throughout the Western world, including the United States of America, including New Zealand, including including Australia, and then, in fact, in France itself. We're going to see how all over the Western world now this is moving and moving very, very rapidly. Very rapidly indeed. The CDC, Center for Disease Control, has released new mask information and guidance for K to 12 grades, kindergarten through 12th grade schools, saying that vaccinations should be tracked. Now, notice, this is no longer about whether or not you get a vaccination if you so desire. This is about tracking you. Now, why do they want to track you? Because they want to control. That's why. It's about control. It's about a mandate. It's about you either voluntarily submitting to the new world order and its expression through the issue of COVID-19 and now its new uh, Delta variant or else. You will either submit or else. Now, what does this look like? Here is an article that came out just last week. The globalist elite are calling for the equivalent of a coronavirus pandemic scale lockdown once every two years to tackle climate change. Oh, so now what they're doing, they're saying, we're now getting some control. We're getting a significant amount of submission with regard to COVID. Now we're going to use exactly the same methodology because in reality, climate, the climate issue is also a motivational engine for driving the new global order. 
So they say under a climate lockdown, governments would limit private vehicle use, ban consumption of red meat, and impose extreme energy-saving measures while fossil fuel companies would have to stop drilling. Now, what do you think that would do to America's economy? What do you think it would do to the world economy? What do you think it would do to your economy? They don't care. Because from their viewpoint, anything is worth now grasping that which the world has sought since the Tower of Babel, and that is to unite the world in a one-world government to save itself. Now, in order to achieve that, Joe Biden has dispatched federal representatives to your front door to ask you about your COVID vaccine to become reality. One county in Illinois already has posted instructions for those interrogators on how to act when they confront you, including for them to ignore no soliciting signs. We went from 15 days to slow the spread to Biden's Gestapo knocking door-to-door to see your papers, wrote Jenna Ellis, the former attorney for Donald Trump, who yesterday announced her separation from the Republican Party, saying it's no longer worthy of her support. Why? Because they're doing the dalliance dance just on the edges with the Democratic Party. Massive globalism, the viewpoint that actually caused Donald Trump to be driven from office and the effort to crucify him as a businessman in an every other way so that he would be forever disqualified from running for office. Why? Because he came in in 2016, declaring, make America great again. They hated him for it. Because they felt these globalist elites in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, Democrat Party, I should say, were convinced that the world was right on the edge, the cusp of entering this long-anticipated, long-hoped-for new world order global government, and Donald Trump single-handedly came in and upset the apple cart, and they hated him for it. They may not have liked his tweets, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was he was pro-America. He said, I was, in, I was elected to be the president of America, not the prime minister of the world. And so he remained with true allegiance to the country that elected him, but they hated him for it because they don't want allegiance to this country. That's the reason, friends, why every effort is being made, first of all, to let in immigrants. It's not about voting by itself. It's about reducing allegiance to the country and to the flag and the republic for which it stands. It's the reason why Black Lives Matter is working to upset the apple cart in our country. It has nothing to do with racism. That's just being used as the engine to derive or drive 
their divisive uh, Marxist endeavor to divide the country so that there will be no further allegiance to the country, particularly among those 30 years of age and under. Once they achieve that, they will have been able to reduce America's loyalty and allegiance so that the country will more easily be assimilated into this new global order and submit. You may not like to hear what I'm telling you, but what I'm telling you is absolute truth. It's not just an idea. It's absolute truth. This is what they're doing, and this is why they are doing it. We have become very blinded to the motivations, to the mind and heart set of leaders, what is really driving them. We have not connected the dots, and because of that, we have been seduced very easily. How easily? Well, Dr. Burks, who was the sidekick to uh, Dr. Fauci early on, made a public statement on national television saying, we have been surprised, shocked actually, that the American people were so easily willing to submit to what we ordered them to do. I want you to think about the implications of that. The implications were not good. Now, the government is using the COVID door-knocking operation to identify opponents of the left-wing agenda. In other words, it's not just to identify people who have not been vaccinated. Because by definition, from their viewpoint, if you have not been vaccinated, you are anti-globalism, you are anti-Joe Biden, you are anti-liberalism, you are anti-progressivism, and you must be identified and called out. Then, these people are being told by the government that they're to make clear up front that they're being sent to you from the health department. Most importantly, Joe Biden's requirement is that it insists that the door knockers, quote, report on your work. Be sure to fill out the door-knocking spreadsheet with the counts of who still needs a vaccine, who is already vaccinated, who needs more info. Well, friends, the issue is not information. Vaccine hesitancy is not as the result of a lack of information. It's a lack, it's, it's actually the result of accurate, accurate information. So now the COVID gang is knocking on doors in North Carolina, California, Colorado, Oregon. The White House also is warning that if you don't like Biden's decision to be deputizing these interrogators, then you're feeding misinformation. In other words, you're culpable. Or as Jen Psaki said, you are a killer. Missouri Governor Mike Parson responded almost immediately with, I have directed our health department to let the federal government know that sending government employees or agents door-to-door to to compel vaccination would not be an effective or a welcome strategy in Missouri. 
Jim Jordan from Ohio wondered whether the, this meant the government agents would be knocking on your door to see if you owned a gun. Also, in conjunction, conjunction with this door-knocking effort. Isn't it interesting that the federal government also is requiring doctors and has for the last couple of years required doctors to ask all kinds of personal questions that have nothing whatsoever to do with your health. Why? To probe into your private life so that all of it can be made a matter of record for control and identification of those who are not willing to submit to the new world order. Now the CDC is announcing it's targeting kids for COVID shots. It will be targeting children with its vaccinations program as parents start thinking about school this fall. Even That's even though a study described in Fortune magazine confirmed that they face an extremely low risk from COVID and have no need to shield from the virus. Why are they doing it? Again, they must bring every citizen under dominion. It's not a matter of getting a vaccine for your health. It's a matter of bringing you under dominion. So what are they doing with prisoners? Interestingly, are promises of food, parties, and sex enough to overcome vaccine hesitancy? New York State is about to find out using its prison population as a test group. So in a memo, New York's Acting Corrections and Community Supervisor Commission, Supervision Commissioner expressed concern over the number of felons vaccinated in the Empire State and said he would implement an incentive program to boost those numbers. So is this a solution? Inducements by way of barbecue parties, conjugal visits, and other enticements? Is it really their concern about the health of their prisoners? No. Bottom line, friends, it's bringing every man, woman, and child under federal dominion in ways that we have never, ever seen in this country before. As Dr. Fauci said, there are now two Americas, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. The vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Why? Because if you're unvaccinated, you're deemed to be, I cannot say un-American, you're deemed to be in rebellion against the new world order and its spirit. By definition, you don't get the vaccine you are deemed to be uncontrollable and must be brought under dominion by the government by any means possible. What means possible might that mean? Well, the World Health Organization now has announced a plan. It's been opposed even by the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU. What's the plan? For a digital wallet for tracking COVID shots. Other civil and uh, human rights groups have raised concerns over what obviously could be a massive privacy uh, issue, privacy violations. 
and individual states already have taken action to ban mandatory use of such vaccine passports. The digital wallet is, in fact, another phrase for a vaccine passport. Why? Again, it's about control. Global control. So let's make a little journey to France. Let's take a little journey to France and see how it's working there. France now mandates a COVID health pass for restaurants and cafes. This came to me from New Zealand yesterday. We'll talk about that when we get back. Friends, the specter of global government is now not sometime in the distant future, the figment of conspiracy theorists, but a reality that is staring us in the face. What does it mean, and where is it going from here? We'll be right back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archive. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation as always with ever-increasing conviction. Talk that transforms today. We're revealing with greater uh, intensity, greater uh, definition, undeniable facts that we are headed inexorably into a one-world government. It's now being announced with transparency, with boldness. Maybe we should go back and just listen to how we opened the program here today with the announcement that came from Australia and then the World Health Organization, then President George Herbert Walker Bush in 1990, finishing up with Joe Biden, all in an amazing declaration of where we're headed. Here we go. Uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. Today is the first full day of the new world order. Outdoor gatherings are limited to two people. Exercise is allowed, but no further than a 10-kilometre radius from your home. Browsing in shops is not permitted. Only one person per household may leave to do essential shopping. And from tomorrow, funerals are limited to 10 people. This is a world pandemic. It's a 1 in 100 year event. So you can expect that we will have transmission 
uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. This is the new world order. This is the new world order. I want to be straight with you. There will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to normal, in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. A vaccine on its own will not end the pandemic. Surveillance will need to continue. People will still need to be tested, isolated and cared for. Contacts will still need to be traced and quarantined. Communities will still need to be engaged. It is a big idea, a new world order. New world order. We can find meaning and reward by serving some higher purpose than ourselves. A shining purpose, the illumination of a thousand points of light. It's no longer a theory. What I'm about to say is fact. The secret organizations of the world power elite are no longer secret. They have planned and are now leading us into a one-world communist government. This is terrorism of the most worst kind, brought on you by our own government. To lead and shape a new world order for the 21st century. Uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. There it is, the final words from the Australian Member of Parliament heading up their health program there. We also heard from Joe Biden boldly declaring the new world order. We heard from the director of the World Health Organization saying it's not going back to business as usual. Then we heard from Klaus Schwab the head of the World Economic Forum, who gave us the phrase, the Great Reset, which was a euphemism for the New World Order. And we have heard from numerous others. We've heard from the president of Fiji. No jab, no job. No jab, no job, not only in the public sector, but also in the private sector. In other words, absolute control. I received an email from New Zealand today. Here were the words. Sounds like the mark of the beast. What does it sound like to you? Maybe it's not directly the mark of the beast, but it's just portending the mark that will be the next stage for absolute control. And that's what the agenda is. Absolute control, absolute submission in order for the new global government to be established without, without resistance. Now, perhaps you can better understand then why I wrote the book a few months ago, Antichrist. How to Identify the Coming Imposter. 
Antichrist, how to identify the coming imposter. I have tears in my eyes, friends, as I'm sharing this with you, because I know what the consequences are going to be. They're going to be grave. The majority of people are not going to recognize what is coming. And in not recognize what is coming, they will succumb. They will. Just like 70% of the American populace has now succumbed to the demand for the vaccine, even though the reports are increasing about the dangers of the vaccine, and even now announcements coming from the FDA concerning dangers of the vaccine. Here's one. FDA adds warning of rare reaction to the J&J COVID vaccine. What is it causing? It's causing what some have called the Guillain-Barr syndrome, an immune system disorder that causes both muscle weakness and sometimes paralysis. Most of the cases reported have been men, many 50 years old and up, usually about two weeks after the vaccination. But they're not alone. What's happening is the revelation that the vaccines are attacking your immune system and creating reactions that are counterproductive and creating far more dangerous problems for health than the vaccine was ever intended to protect against. But they don't want to tell you that because it will disrupt the efforts for control. Yet it's all experimental. Unapproved. Because it has not been adequately tested. Now, if you don't have a copy of the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter, you're really at a large disadvantage, unfortunately. It's a very unusual book. It's not about sensationalism. It's about hardcore reality. I urge you to seriously consider getting a copy. It's $22. It's on our website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. Give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. You're writing a check? Add $5 for postage and handling, and we'll get it in your hands. You might want to consider getting one as a gift for your pastor or for friends, relatives, to get the message out. The message needs to be gotten out quickly, friends. Do you see how quickly this is happening? Surely you do. In France, the president of France, Macron, has just announced mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations for workers in health care and retirement homes. He said our country is facing a surge in the epidemic across our territory, in mainland France as well as overseas. Now, why is it that with large percentages of the population all over the world being vaccinated, 
they're now reporting that there's a surge in cases. What's going on here? I thought we were told that the vaccination was supposed to prevent that. No. You misunderstood, friends. We've been saying this here now for months. The vaccines were not designed to prevent you from getting COVID-19. They just weren't. They were designed to reduce the symptoms, the severity of the symptoms, if and when you did get COVID-19. They weren't designed to prevent the spread of the disease. That has been a deception. In order to try to encourage the maximum number of people in fear to flee to the the next uh, place where they could get the vaccine and stand in long lines to get it. When it wasn't even supposed to do what people think it's supposed to do. So if it's only supposed to prevent or reduce the severity of the symptoms, then it's no wonder that the COVID-19 continues to spread. That's what, that's what uh, viruses do. Now in France, you're going to have to have a COVID health pass. That's a passport. You have to show that you have one. Anybody over the age of 12 to enter a, a cinema, theater, museum, theme park, culture center. And that's as early as July 21st. It's breathtaking. Everywhere we go. But interestingly, state lawmakers are getting wise to some of this, and they're banning requiring the vaccine at public schools, at least Ohio and a few other states. You might want to get in board and urge your state legislature to do the same. We'll be back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. A healthy 13-year-old boy got his vaccination. All proud. 
It was his second dose of the Pfizer vaccine on June 13th. A few days later, he was reporting side effects, fever, upset, stomach, and fatigue. He went to bed on June 15th and died overnight. Yet unvaccinated Americans risk losing jobs in public shaming. Even though the federal government says it, it won't issue vaccine passports, private and public businesses nationwide have begun requiring employees returning to the workplace and pre-pandemic routines to roll up their sleeves and prove they've been pricked if they want to keep their jobs. That's the same thing in Fiji. And it's becoming all over the world now. But here's the question that I would ask, and I think every one of us should ask. If the vaccine works, why is COVID on the rise? A third of Americans will not voluntarily receive a vaccine against the Wuhan virus. And contrary to Dr. Fauci's recent outburst against red states and places in the South that are, uh, he says, are highly ideological, it's not merely Trump supporters who oppose mandatory vaccination. Many Bernie Sanders supporters and Biden supporters resist. So Biden is alarmed that freedom lovers are resisting. So he says, now we need to go to community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and door-to-door, knocking on doors to push the COVID vaccine. And his new House uh, Health and Human Services Director, Xavier Becerra, a radical liberal from California, insisted that, quote, it is absolutely the government's business, unquote, who has not been vaccinated. Why is it they want to identify people who have not been vaccinated? It's not just to get you to get the vaccination. It's that you can be pointed out, known, identified by them as a radical, uncooperative resistor who needs to be surveilled because you just might be a terrorist. And then, for the first time, health officials are now warning the vaccinated individuals who are immunocompromised, as millions of Americans are, can still contract and die from COVID. In fact, 20% of the new COVID cases in the ICU at the University of Kansas are vaccinated persons. 20% of them. They call them breakthrough infections. It's a euphemistic term. In other words, another term that sounds uh, relatively meaningless to most people. Used to describe contagion by the disease of the disease by people who were vaccinated against it. In other words, some are referring to this as shedding. That if you get the vaccination, it has the nefarious effect of shedding so that it affects or infects other people around you. They're not telling you about that, but doctors who are not, who don't owe their soul to the company store or to the federal government 
are coming out and telling that, telling us that. After a year of berating everybody, causing us to wear masks, the CDC now says it's unnecessary for the vaccinated people. But if vaccination, COVID vaccination, worked as promised, then COVID cases should be decreasing rather than climbing. The reality is that mandatory vaccination is ideological, not scientific. It's not following the science. The true believers are demanding more vaccination, even though it is correlated with an increase in COVID cases overall. Now, because the Democrat Party feels that in order for them to stay in power, They have to drive this issue to the max. This is their biggest issue. And if they lose this one, they have very little else to go on. So Joe Biden is calling for the door-to-door identification of all those. You can call it a kind of surveillance, Gestapo style, surveillance going door-to-door to to identify who is and who is not vaccinated. But Democrats are so irritated that critics keep accusing Mr. Biden of troubling heights of government overreach for its COVID-19 vaccination efforts that they're now pursuing a plan to work with cell phone providers to monitor the text messages that you send to make sure that so-called disinformation does not continue to spread. In other words, if you don't agree with the Biden administration or the World Health Organization or the CDC or Dr. Fauci, if you don't agree with them wholeheartedly, then you, by definition, if you say anything, are delivering disinformation. As this report came out from the Western Journal today, the jaw-dropping revelation comes from a report which details how the Biden administration has amped up the rhetoric against its critics, whom White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki accused of literally killing people just for raising concerns about the safety of the vaccine as well as the troubling precedents for civil liberties that could be set as the government seeks more aggressive means of ensuring everyone receives this novel inoculation. And, believe it or not, last week, there were more vaccine deaths than COVID-19 deaths. Now, U.S. Olympic swimmer and Michael Andrew says he won't get vaccinated. Just a few weeks out from the Tokyo Olympics, former 100-meter individual medley uh, world champion Michael Andrews said he will not receive the COVID-19 vaccine. He's 22 years of age. He's heading to his first Olympic Games with Team USA, where he's going to compete in three different events. He says, my reason behind it is, for one, 
It was in the last moment. I didn't want to put anything in my body that I didn't know how I would potentially react to. Secondly, he said, and I would not get vaccinated in the distant future either. That's an Olympic competitor. Why would he do that and risk, perhaps, not being able to compete because he knows the risks to his future are greater than his loss of the Olympics? I want to uh, share with you a couple of things here that you may not have heard. I received a notification. Doctors are making an, an urgent announcement. This came out of um, Spain. This came out of Spain. It's made an urgent announcement that they hope will reach as many people as possible, especially those involved in health and legal services. What's this about? It's about COVID-19 and what is called graphene oxide. The COVID vaccines in all their variants, AstraZeneca, uh, Zeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, Sinovac, uh, J&J, also contain a considerable dose of graphene oxide nanoparticles. This has been the result of analysis by electron micros uh, microscopy and spectroscopy among techniques used by various public universities in Spain. The anti-flu vaccine contains nanoparticles of graphene oxide and the new anti-flu vaccines, as well as the new and supposedly intranasal anti-COVID vaccines they are preparing also contain enormous doses of graphene oxide nanoparticles. <clears throat> the graphene oxide is a toxic that generates thrombi in the organism. It generates blood coagulation and causes an alteration of the immune system. If the dose of graphene oxide is increased by any route of administration, it causes the collapse of the immune system and subsequent cytokine storm. This, my friends, is what is causing, it seems, the inflammation of the mucous membranes, loss of taste, partial and total loss of smell. It is also an explanation for the magnetic phenomenon that billions of people around the world have already experienced. Now, this is a report that I have received. I don't want to go into it any further or attempt to because... It is uh, something that has not been discussed before, but it apparently, this revelation helps us to understand why people have had such serious effects and death, including four pilots 
in the UK. Now, because of all of this, notwithstanding the whole globalism issue, there is a petition that is going out to halt the Federal Drug Administration approval of COVID vaccines. It's a concerted effort to keep the public what they're doing is a concerted effort to keep the public uninformed about the many problems with the COVID vaccines. So, there is an effort. The biggest name on the list of signatories is the uh, of this petition is the esteemed Dr. Peter McCullough of Baylor University. He has said that considering the high numbers of deaths and serious health impacts associated with taking the vaccines, the Federal Drug Administration should do what it has done in the past when new medicines and vaccines had high negative impacts, take them off the market. In other words, they should not be approved. The message of this petition is slow down and get the science right. There is no legitimate reason to hurry to grant a license to a coronavirus vaccine. They go on to say, we also call on the FDA to require a more thorough assessment of spike proteins produced by the bottom following vaccination, including studies of their full biodistribution, pharmacokinetics, and tissue-specific toxicities. All of this is contributing, contributing to the growing distrust of American citizens. The virus is one issue. The vaccine is another. But the underlying driving force for all of it is to use this to bring about the new world order. And the counterfeit Christ figure is on the other side. How far away? We cannot say. But this is moving quickly. Get a copy of my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. It's on our website, saveus.org, $22. Write to us, call us, and become a partner, friends. Help us to get these messages out and prepare the way of the Lord for history's final hour. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.